This week's podcast is brought to you by visible.com. Wait. That's not a thing. Nobody sponsored us. Hello everyone. Welcome to Spotcast, our wrestling podcast. I hope you are liking the background music. I did it because this is a solo podcast and somebody told me that listening to someone's voice for continuously for a long time can drive you insane. So I made this a little cheerful a little relaxing this is a wrestling podcast so i'll stop talking nonsense and start with what i want to do today this is going to be our top 20 wrestling matches of the year this is the end of the year lot of wrestling podcast are doing their year in awards right now i thought that this is a good thing to start your episode start your journey with I will also be talking about the top 25 WWE matches that are revealed by WWE themselves what they think are the top 25 matches of the year for 2017 this has been a great year for wrestling like new japan has been on fire but WWE has also put out some good matches here and there I will also be talking about the new japan pro wrestling's wrestle kingdom 12 full card has been revealed so we'll be giving our thoughts on that and yeah so first of all we'll be starting with the wrestle kingdom 12 card just as we thought let's do it so first of all i i hope that you are in, ex- excited for wrestle kingdom 12 because i am very excited i this year has been so good for new japan matches and the new japan card this time looks kind of different than the previous wrestle kingdoms but it is very exciting like we start with the opening match that is the new japan rumble not a much big of a deal the second one is a 60 minute iwgp junior tag team championship match between yo and sho and my boys the young bucks nick and matt jackson this is going to be a great match if given time next up we have the 60 minute time limit again for never open mate six man tag team gauntlet championship so this is going to be gauntlet again the last year was not received very good good remarks so let's see we have tama tonga tanga loa and bad luck fale the bullet club will be defending against challengers ryusuke taguchi juice robinson togima kape versus perata toru yano tomohiro ishi the war machine with michael algen Taichi, Taichi, Takashi, Rizuka, and Zack Saber Jr. Mixed kind of talent between there. Ricochet is not there definitely uh, for uh, Vedu's case because it has been rumored or maybe now kind of confirmed that Ricochet has signed with WWE, and I'm very excited for Ricochet. He's one of my favorite wrestlers outside of WWE. And then we have the next match, which is special single match between Kota Ibushi versus Cody for ROH World Title. Cody right now has lost his title to Dalton Castle and uh, I hope and I think something will happen before the second round 12 so this match can happen. Kota Ibushi is fantastic. Cody though is not on the level that we can be excited for this match but he has his mind games and he has like his whole persona about him and maybe we can this can be a great match like he had with Okada. In the next up for the fourth match we have the IWGP Tag Team Championship the heavyweight tag team championships between Davy Boy Smith Jr 
and Lance Archer, who are the champions, versus Sonata and King of Evil Darkness. Evil. Um, I hope you have seen the press conference between uh, before the G1 where Kenny Omega was imp- uh, doing his impression of e- Evil when Evil was speaking. It was, it's hilarious. Kenny Omega was so good in that press conference. So hilarious. It was always great. So yeah. And uh, the predictions will be uh, on next year's episode. Probably then. Probably it will be the next. Uh, I think the episode after the next one. So yeah, stay tuned for that as well. The fifth match we have the 60 limit. Uh, I think I should now stop mentioning the time limit. They all have 60 minute time limit. We have hair versus hair match on which Chaos and Suzuki Goon will be barred from ringside. And this is a match between Minoru Suzuki and Hiroki Goto. And it is for the Never Open Weight Championship. Now, Goto is great. Suzuki can have good matches here and there. Like his match with Okada was fantastic, but some of his matches are not that good, not have been that great. And that's most probably or definitely because of that smoke and mirrors involving the Suzuki goon. So it's good that it does not have, it will not have them around. And it probably can end up being a good match. Looking forward to it. Then we have a match that I'm very looking forward to it, but I'm also a little nervous about this match. This match is the fatal four way for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship between Marty Skull, the villain, Will Osprey, Kushida, and Hiromu Takahashi. My god, what a talent these four are. <laughs> I'm lost of English here. <laughs> The problem or the concern of mine is the time that they will be given. I hope they are given much time because they can put a great match. Four of them are fantastic. Yeah, really excited for that. But also hoping that they will because it they don't have a very good record for time for the junior heavyweight matches. The seventh match we have Hiroshi Tanahashi defending his IWGP Intercontinental Championship against Jay White, the returning Jay White, who came from his excursion from Ring of Honor, came and challenged Hiroshi Tanahashi. That has riled up a lot of people who think that that is not a good place for Jay White because it's too soon for him to be in the Wrestle Kingdom 12 against Hiroshi Tanahashi and that too for the Intercontinental Championship. But still, really excited. Jay White is a good wrestler. Is probably a great wrestler. Hiroshi Tanashi is the ace of the century. Cannot say and enough good things about him. So yeah, probably it will be great. I think it will be great. We have the eighth match and the probably the most anticipated match in the whole world right now. It is for the IWGP US Heavyweight Championship. And it is a no DQ match. This stipulation has been announced recently. And it is between... Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho. Quality match, quality wise, it probably will not surpass the Okada Kenny trilogy. The buzz wise, is it already surpassed? And um, who knows? Kenny is a, like the, the, one of the best workers in the world right now. Chris Jericho has a great mind. He's not at his peak right now. But maybe he can pull something out of his back that we are, no one of is expecting and can at least give us a memorable match. A match that kind of lives up to the expectations. Which are not very high actually. But still. And the final match. This is always a very long card but 
uh, they're giving more time we have nine matches only for Wrestle Kingdom 12 hmm. so we have the ninth match and it is the main event for the IWGP heavyweight championship between Kazuchika Okada and Tatsuya Naito I am so excited for this match so pumped for this match Naito is the hottest he's ever been Okada is just at the top of his game and I think this match will be the match of the night can easily be and uh, definitely there is an argument between uh, people who are like and also between Jericho and Naito that who, what is the main event for me it is Okada versus Naito that is definitely the main event it is for the biggest championship or the most important championship in New Japan and also the match that goes last I agree with CM Punk there has to be the main event okay so here it ends the Wrestle Kingdom 12 card so before I go to my top 20 which I don't think so that everybody will be here interested I am going to reveal or reveal like tell you about the top 25 matches according to WWE of WWE in the 2017 so 25 we have the recent match between Roman Reigns versus Cesaro for the Intercontinental Championship match from Raw, Raw December 11 and what a great match it was it was a brilliant match just too good for TV it was a pay-per-view match and they gave it for free I don't think so that the WWE management was expecting this much good out of Cesaro I don't know why cannot they see the caliber between uh, caliber caliber in Cesaro in Balor for God's sake and we all know Roman Reigns is a good wrestler now he's also getting booked better I think so I've been always behind Roman I think he's a fantastic worker a very consistent worker and he has been having great matches and 24th we have Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles versus Chris Jericho the triple threat United States Championship match from Smackdown Live July 25 the match where Jericho returned from his Fozzy tour for one night only it was a great match I don't think so it was better than the Roman vs Cesaro match but it was a good match as also was a surprise of Jericho returning I think that made elevated the match a little more at 23 we have Bobby Roode vs Shinsuke Nakamura for NXT Championship match TakeOver Orlando now personally I actually haven't seen this match but I've heard very good things about this match and Nakamura is tremendous worker and so is Rude so I no, I'm not surprised it isn't there at 22 we have John Cena versus AJ Styles versus Bray Wyatt versus Dean Ambrose versus The Miz versus Baron Corbin for the WWE Championship Elimination Chamber match at Elimination Chamber this year it was a great match especially coming out of I was not so happy with the result but it was a great match as what it was and especially I was so hyped after the John Cena AJ match at 21 we have Charlotte Flair versus Bailey for the Raw Women's Championship match Raw February 13 again it actually was quite long long ago I am I kind of don't remember much but I do remember that thinking that it was a great match and I will talk about Bailey a little more in the next episode where I will be talking about the most disappointing wrestler of this year not because of their ability because of the booking and we all know who the male counterpart will be in that 
For 20, we have Gentleman Jack Callow vs. TJP vs. Cedric Alexander vs. Mustafa Ali vs. Noam Dar Fatal 5-Way Elimination Match 205 Live. I actually don't watch 205 Live, but I have seen some great Fatal 5 matches from the Cruiserweight. Cruiserweight. The Cruiserweight have so much talent, I actually can say that, you know, we are saying that WWE has the biggest and the most vast and talented roster in years. I think most of the talent is either in NXT or is in Cru- uh, 205 Live or Cruiserweight Division. And uh, it's so sad that they are in that glass ceiling that they cannot be treated, treated as legitimate guys, legitimate wrestlers, which I think that they are so much talented. And also, the same thing is said for New Japan. The, the guys that love New Japan say that give me a roster that is as good as New Japan. I personally will say that New Japan Wrestling right now has the best ros- roster. We can we will compare it later, but WWE does have a great, very very big great roster. At 19, we have Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns Universal Championship Royal Number. Oh my God, what a match it was! It was a match where Kevin also did the stunner, and a brilliant match. Still was not able to get Roman over. He came uh, in Royal Rumble, still got booed, but fantastic, Owens. It has not been that of a great year for Owens. Right now, it has been has been taking a turn with that storyline that is going on. I hope it definitely does something from Owens and Sammy. But the match was great. Now we have number eighteen. We have Sanity versus Undisputed Era. That is Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish versus the Authors of Pain and Roderick Strong. Oh my God! This is actually. I will not. I don't want to spoil this, but it is actually in my top twenty matches of the year. I love this match. I think I've. I, I'm not that. Like I'm going to say that I'm not that old. Like I was not even like born when the war matches, the war games were going on in past. So this was my first exposure to a war games match. A lot of people said that this is a WWE version of the war games match. It was not that. WCW kind of thing but all of them have praised this match they said that it was a beauty on its own and I completely agree what a great match it was then at number 17 we have Finn Balor versus Roman Reigns versus Mojo versus Seth Rollins versus Bray Wyatt again a match that is in my top 20 my god what a match it was but look at the talent we have Balor we have Roman Reigns we have Samojo we have Seth Rollins we have Bray Wyatt Bray Wyatt is the least like talented worker in those five like and he can work not he's the greatest at all those four but he can still work and what a match it was i think it should be higher up the card for them a little bit but they said 17 i said okay 17 then we have Lester black versus the velvet and dream now i'm not going to spoil my top 20 but uh saying this because already have spoiled but what a match this was oh my god i was not following nxt i just saw the promo package in the takeover I saw this match and I fell in love with both of them. Black is a superstar. He's a, he's a superstar. Dream is one of his kind, I think. And I kind of am concerned for him that he will not be able to... Probably, I, I actually want me to be wrong, but I don't think though that he will be that great on the main roster because of his gimmick. I hope he... He gets like two bigger and better things in the main roster, but Alistair Black, if they treat him right, he can actually be the next CM Punk, I believe. He's a tremendous wrestler. And a great look 
Then we have 15, we have Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship match. The match that has divided the wrestling world in two portions. One saying that this was bad, rubbish, and one saying that it was incredible. Those under five minute action completely changed the emotions related with WrestleMania. And I love this match. Like, if I have to go back to a match that I want want to watch in like 5-6 minutes and get popped up. This is a match, man. They did so much in the 5-6 minutes that they were they wanted to wrestle. Just 4-5 moves in total and some great moments. We have 14 Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins. At Raw Main 29. Now, actually, I don't remember this match. But they say that it's because they have had so many matches and this is from May so but and it can be true again Reigns is tremendous Seth Rollins is great they can definitely have a good match then we have Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins versus Cesaro and Sheamus for the Raw Tag Team Championship match I think this should be higher at the card what a great match this was it was a match where Cesaro tried to hit the the steel post and kind of and what happened we all know Great match, great near walls. Just love them. And Cesaro and Sheamus are really working to the, together. I think Cesaro has really elevated Sheamus to another level as well. Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins are now they're not as good as a team as Cesaro and Sheamus are, but they both are great workers. So, what what do you expect? Then we have Shane McMahon versus AJ Styles at number twelfth from WrestleMania twenty three. I seen this match. And a lot of people are saying that this is because of AJ Styles, and I agree. But Shane McMahon doing shooting star presses at the age of 47, he's now 48, is damn impressive. The things that he can do at this age, he's very in shape, very much in shape. And uh, he, some people say that he kind of even out-wrestled AJ Styles, but AJ Styles is just phenomenal. And the pun is intended, and Shane McMahon... When he wants to wrestle, like he, his match with Kevin is, was also great. If he wants to, like he he just wants to do good high stuff, and he can do it at this age, and that is tremendous. Then we have the eleven. We have the Usos versus the New Day SmackDown Tag Team Championship match and WWE Battleground. One of the greatest trilogies of matches in WWE, I think. I loved all three of their matches. Was actually they had four. They also had on SmackDown, but if I even that was great as well. But I think I will consider the three pay per view matches the SummerSlam pre show, the Battleground one, and the, my favorite, the Hell in a Cell one. Great, great series. Both the teams came out so much better, and now they're stuck in that feud because there are a lack of teams. So the roster is actually not as big as we think, and many of the teams they don't want to be better. We have at 10, Finn Balor versus Chad Rollins versus The Miz and it's a triple threat match. It was a great match as well, Raw. And now, starting from thinking that in the top 25 matches, there have been so fin- so much Finn Balor matches already. And there are also more to come. And to think that they are saying that Finn Balor isn't over enough, isn't good. I am not saying that they think it's not good, good enough, but to say that Finn Balor is not over enough, and now they are, have now they have Braun Strowman versus Kane versus Brock Lesnar for the Royal Rumble, where you can easily have Bro- Brock Lesnar versus Finn Balor, or either have him in, in the mix 
to be so great and now he's with jobbers i really feel for finn i thought this was supposed to be his year he came back from injury and what what happened to him and at number 9 we have big show versus braun strowman raw february 2 this was from february 2 again i don't remember this match i remember the recent match that they had inside the cage and it was probably big show's last match that match was great as well and if they are saying this it might be even better because that match is not in the list at 8 we have the authors of pain versus diy versus the revival triple h nxt tag team championship again one of the best halves of matches i've ever seen the other half when the diy was eliminated eliminated was not as good the heat was taken out but what a match nonetheless nxt takeover has really been like their only answer that they can give to new japan in terms of great matches like if you see a takeover there you are bound to get one or two great matches out of them and that has that is great what happens to them when they come to main roster booking at number 7 we have the demon fan baller who is not over versus aj styles and it was as dlc no storyline going in last minute decision bray white was sick tremendous match one of my favorite matches of the year love this match two former bullet club leaders colliding incredible 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 and this was he not even the best they can do i we everybody said i also say that i want to see more of them they can definitely bring so much out of each other and can give us so much great matches that we can even compare them to new japan and we can do that both of them came from from new japan but they are tremendous talents and again Finn Balor at number 6 we have Asuka versus Ember Moon NXT Women's Championship match NXT Takeover Brooklyn Asuka versus Ember Moon was a great match i actually enjoyed that uh, last women standing match more that they had on i think NXT and i don't remember actually but Asuka has been great Ember Moon is very good but the constant loss lose lose losses to Asuka and then winning when Asuka was not there i don't think so that it worked very good because it now feels like Ember Moon was not able to defeat Asuka and now he's and she she's just the champion Kairi Sane would have been a better choice or even Peyton Royce who was so over in that match this was a different match i know that but i'm talking about that would have been good at fifth we have Brock Lesnar versus AJ Styles champion versus champion match again i think this should have been a little higher but seeing the other matches that are above we can say great incredible again a match the match that has nothing coming out of it like no real story telling no no real like no telling no real story out of it not it doesn't matter that much but what a match brock lesnar showed up showed everyone and shut everyone's mouth saying that brock lesnar cannot wrestle good matches he shows what he can do with his styles awesome match i hold this match so dear i like i was watching this match and in the first time i was like why is brock lesnar taking all the offense i know he's a beast he's dom- he must be he should be dominant but he just is not giving anything back and the moment that turned the brock lesnar mi- missed the knee in the corner man it was so good in the match storytelling his style was over Brock Lesnar like onto Brock Lesnar not even for a moment he let him go that was so great 
just loved the match and the brock selling to the calf pressure oh my god when brock sells you feel it great then we have number 4 the new day versus the usos the match that i talked about previously the summer sun kick off match the pre show match the match that actually gave them some recognition and everybody thinking like why the hell are they on the pre show man we have talent and that's what started it all i think so and it was a great match especially the match that it was considering that it was given for free i think if you have to have a pre show match if someone should be in the pre show match it must be fantastic because a lot more people see the pre shows because it's free it, it is it is on youtube and that that can make like wow such a great match i think i should have i should buy the network so i can see more great matches rather than we have arthur versus coldust or mojorolli versus sack rider <coughs> okay for number 3 we have tyler bate versus pete dunn for the wwe united kingdom championship at nxt takeover chicago boy oh boy what a match it was people chanting uk uk i loved this match the airplane spin and everything i i loved this match more than their tournament finals and pete dunn incredible and tyler bate as well like he's so young and has like people talking about him he's just i think 20 but great and uh, these two can really do good and i hope they are not on the, they will be not on the cruiserweight division and the next for the number 2 we have brock lesnar versus roman reigns versus samoa joe versus braun strowman the fatal four way universal championship match at SummerSlam I cannot say anything bad about this match I love this match even the brawn was out for the most of the match that was a side to behold as well when brawn put him to the table and then flipped the table over him and the whole match was great look at the talent like we have Brock Lesnar small Joe Roman Reigns Braun Strowman Roman Reigns was the smallest man of the four and he's quite a tall tall and every guy as well it was a great match what can you all say and the first which i agree the match that was even compared to omega versus okada six star tokyo dome match aj styles versus john cena for the wwe championship at royal rumble what a match typical john cena match big match john but it worked it worked so it works in almost but it always i think it worked so well here one after another great moves john cena even bust out some new moves there are some moves that he don't use often and uh, again aj is great john cena can have great big matches and this has to be the number one match at least they wwe wwe have someone or whoever give this list have the eyes of having good matches that what was great and aj style this kind of solidifies that john cena is now a part timer so aj styles is their best worker and and also they should utilize him as much good as his, he they can he is the world champion that's the best thing because he has said that he will probably retire at 42 age and he's 40 so we don't have much more of him left so i cherish whenever i see him and he gives everything out there that's a great about aj styles and he is a phenomenal wrestler no doubt about it 
So finally, we come to the most anticipated segment of the podcast. My top 20 matches of the year. Now, this is not the only award. In the next episode, we'll talk about my top 20 wrestlers, my favorite wrestler, most disappointing, and uh, some uh, like these categories. I will start with the top 20 matches. Now, these are my opinion matches. I think that these 20 matches can be number one match of anyone. Can be favorite match of anyone, and nobody will ask them any questions about that. This is my personal feeling. I'll go from number twenty. This is a match between Authors of Pain versus DIY versus Rival and NXT Takeover that I was just talking about in the WWE matches. I told about uh, talked about it, so I'm not going to talk about, it, but still one of the greatest half halves of a match, a uh, wrestling match I've ever seen. At nineteen, we have Ring of Honor's Super Card of Honor's pay per view in which we had the Young Bucks versus. The Hardys for the Arwish Tag Titles in a ladder match in the night before WrestleMania this year, and what a match it was! Especially considering that it was a ladder match, and Young Bucks had to try to make the Hardys safe and not injure them in one of the most dangerous matches because they had to appear in the next night of WrestleMania. They had to make their appearance or um, to return to WWE. Just awesome match. Now I'm going to do, go through these matches and just give you one or two great moments. In this match, the greatest moment that I remember is Nick Jackson um, shifting from one ladder to another and then ladder falling and then he jumping on the rope onto Swanton Bomb onto Jeff Hardy lying on the table. If you go, go, can go and see this match, you will love this match. I'm, you will never get bored of this match. I'm sorry for the microphone. I touched the microphone. Right. Great match. Now we have number eighteen. We have Tomohiro Ishii versus Omega Kenny Omega for the U.S. title championship, which is was to crown the inaugural champion, and it was at G1 Special Night Two, the end of the tournament. And somehow I stopped the music. Oh no! Uh, now it's up. So yeah. A great, great match. The moment that if you have seen this match, you will probably will have already guessed the moment. It was Kenny Omega trying to dragon suplex Ishi onto the table, and he, they were on the apron, and he was trying to do that onto the table outside the ring. He was not able to. Uh, to uh, he was trying to get his uh, hands locked in for the dragon suplex. When he finally and uh, held had his hand locked. I'm sorry for the pauses. I'm thinking about the match. Hand locked. What Ishi do? He has uh, no. He cannot hold the ropes with his hands because his hands are locked with Omega's. He uses his teeth. He bites the rope. He is the strong pit bull. He bites the rope, and there we. And he. That was a great moment. And then Kenny Omega finally uh, hit the table, and the whole match was fantastic. Even Ishi hit the one wing angel on Kenny Omega. Uh, I I would probably go back and rewatch the match. I think you should as well. At number nineteen, we have Finn Balor versus AJ TLC. Incredible match. I've already talked about this. Number eighteen, we have the Usos versus the New Day. The match that was not in the top twenty-five match, and I'm surprised that it wasn't in the top twenty-five WWE matches. And it was the Hell in a Cell match. I love this match. Loved this match. It was a chaos, controlled chaos. Loved 
every second of it i don't know and everybody has um their own opinions this was my favorite match of the trilogy maybe i'm an idiot but who cares this was still a great match and i don't think that anybody can dispute that at number 17 we have the shield that is the neighbors was and set rollins versus the bar no mercy the match with cesaro had his teeth problem i don't know what we had because he didn't break his teeth i think uh, something i think they folded inside but whatever and definitely we have that amazing spot where shamus is shamus health held the neighbors for the white noise and cesaro was on the second rope to aid him in a super white noise their tag team move and then set rollins tried to do a, a frankensteiner on cesaro cesaro held on to set rollins shamus does the white noise and then he cesaro power bombs set on to dean oh my and still it was a near fall oh my god what a match it was what a match it was then we have 16 we have Yeah, am I doing right? I think I'm doing wrong here. Okay, so f- forget about the n- counting there. Um, I mean, whatever I was doing was actually wrong counting. One, one up be- before. So I- I'm sorry. Now the next match will be actually. Uh, the 16th match will be next the last one was 17th i think uh, 16th match so not 16 sorry it will be 14th match 14th match i'm sorry again the 14th match is will osprey versus kushida and it was the best of super juniors 2017 finals great match rated 5 stars now i will not i am i do not remember a great spot because the whole match was tremendous but what i remember about this match was that when you see this match when you are like watching this match you kind of in the match sympathize with osprey like you feel what he is feeling even though we all know what it is it is scripted but you feel what osprey is feeling you kind of think, get behind osprey and thinking that man he's trying his best he should win this like he is giving everything he has kushida's performance was great as well but i think so it was Osprey Osprey was the MVP of the whole tournament amazing match amazing amazing match At number 13 we have Will Osprey again versus my favorite wrestler one of one of my favorite wrestler because my favorite wrestler will be declared in the next episode Ricochet The match which also happened last year and was one of the most buzz creating match Love the last year match. I think this was better. Very good storytelling. They were so much criticized for no much enough headlocks and no uh, no good wrestling, just flips and dives and no selling, etc. This time they started with locks, but starting with normal feeling out process, the wrestling, chain wrestling kind of thing, and the whole crowd wanted them to do flips, and they were like, they were like teasing their flips, and even if they do like a little flip, and crowd will go, like, oh, so when they started. this hit the next year and started doing their stuff it was unstoppable amount of emotion that was coming out from this like i was popping out of my seat every move and i can go and rewatch this match 
as many times as I can, and I will still be entertained. And I think uh, coming on a point from Sam Zayn, which I heard on his uh, Edge and Christian's podcast of Board of Awesomeness, he said that Balor told him the greatest match is the one that stands the test of time. Look, you have your own opinions, you have your own favoritism kind of things. You love something, I love something, but I think that this match will stand the test of time. If even if I like watch them, watch this five years or ten years, this will still be a great match. Because uh, maybe I will be I'm wrong. Something will happen that will, will date this match horribly. But I think that this will still stand the test of time. And number twelve, we have Kaurabushi versus. Hiroshi Tanahashi power struggle intercontinental championship match holy s word what a match this was great Ibushi is awesome this was better than the G1 match Tanahashi is the ace of the century just just awesome and if I am telling you this I am also trying not to spoil the results of the most of the matches so if you haven't seen the matches which I am telling you and you want to check them out you can check them out and I think a match is most enjoyable when you don't know the finish and I love the match. I think what makes a match great for me is me buying into the near falls and not knowing who is going to win. That's why when a match gets spoiled for me I kind of am not never uh, on high, high on the match that I should be. So I always like to watch my matches without knowing the result even if I'm watching old matches. So I'm trying not to uh, and I will also not try from now on that I will not spoil the result. So I'm just going to say that it was a great match. Ibushi versus Tanahashi. And I don't think so that I spoiled the previous match's results. But whatever. If you want to watch this match, I recommend you do. This was the 12th match. Now, we have the 30, uh, 12th match. Now we have the 11th match. That was the War Games match that I just went talked about in WWE 25th. 25 top 20 match match. I love this match. Total chaos. Incredible. Incredible. You haven't watched this match? Go and watch it. Now we have the top we are entering the top 10 point of part. At number 10, we have the Extreme Rules 5A. That was between Finn Balor, Samojo, Seth Rollins. Roman Reigns and Brave that I talked about in top 25. I am sorry if I messed someone up. I think I did. I don't know. But that was a great match as well. Straight coming to number 9, we have the SummerSlam 4-way between Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman and Samoa Joe. I think these were two neck and neck great matches. Great matches. Coming to number 8, we have... We have Pete Dunne versus Tyler Bate from NXT TakeOver Chicago. Again, incredible, incredible match. Then we have at number 7, AJ Styles versus Brock. Like, I don't have to talk about every match. that I've, Most of the matches I've talked about in 25. Love this match. Adore this match. At number 6, we have Dream versus Alistair Black. Amazing match. Never seen these guys before. Like, I love those matches that kind of introduce me to guys and then make me fall in love with them. That's why I love Kenny versus Okada first because it was the first time seeing both of them wrestle for me. And I just fell in love with both of them. Like, who can't? Who didn't? 
dream dream versus black was like kind of the same thing number fifth we have aj versus cena incredible 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 match i've already talked about this i don't think we have to talk about this again at number four we have kenny omega versus the suya naito g1 climax finals oh my god what a match this was now if you haven't seen this match go and watch it this is the finals this is also a rematch of their last year's incredible match at g1 semi-final between them and that was a great match as well so this was a rematch kind of at and this time it at the finals and incredible match incredible 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 match i love this match my actually this one um this match is i love this match more than the previous nights kenny versus okada 3 i prefer this one more so this was my favorite match of the tournament of Steven climax next up this was fourth next up we have number three we have okada versus kenny tokyo dome like we it is number it is number three it is okada versus kenny at the tokyo dome oh my god kind of the, actually the match that kind of brought me back into wrestling i was not into wrestling because i i was having that period when you don't want to watch wrestling you're out of wrestling this match brought me back and also made me invested and interested in the new german product the match that kind of started this revolution this year is kenny mega versus okada tokyo dome number two it's a very special match for me it is between kazuchika okada versus Kat, uh, katsuyori shibata again this was my first time seeing shibata and I, as I have already uh, talked about Osprey versus Rikoshi, you must have now known that I am kind of that guy that loves flips, that kind of loves dives and everything. And I always kind of expect something in the matches. If somebody does a good flip, I am already solved. This match, if you have seen this match, if you haven't, I don't know what you are doing. This match didn't have any flips. And oh my god, what a match it was. They hit each other so hard, so much emotion in the match, so great storytelling from the beginning. They were not just hitting each other hard, and they were not. They were playing. They were doing so much good, even great mad wrestling stuff in the beginning. Shibata, the best thing that they both have so much contrasting gimmicks. Shibata is this wrestler guy. He does not want fame. He does not want money. He doesn't want popularity. He just wants to wrestle and beat people up. Other, on the other hand, we have uh, Okada, who's this rainmaker guy who wants to make uh, who will make it rain. Who is all about fame and colorful costumes. The the chemistry that they had, and for me, this was the career-defining, main event-establishing match for Shibata, and that's why what happened after the match, or what I heard, that's why so. Im- affected me so emotionally because I was so much looking forward to uh, seeing Shibata this year probably I wanted to see him have a match with Kenny with other great wrestlers in the G1 etc and what happened it's so sad he was legit being my uh, you know at that time was my favorite wrestler actually I never I had never seen that style before that 
and I never thought that I would love the style. I thought it would be it would be very boring, but I loved every second of it. If you haven't seen that match, go ahead and watch it. At number one, you must have guessed it. We have Kenny Omega versus Okada. Number two at Dominion. What a match! My match, my favorite match ever. Not only this year, my favorite match ever. I've never seen anything like this before. I'm not going to spoil the result, whatever it is. I probably think that you must have watched it already. But even if you haven't watched it, never saw anything like this before. The great spot that we all know, if we have seen this match, we'll talk about that. Is Okada missing the Rainmaker because Kenny Omega dropped to his knees because he was so exhausted. And then the towel throwing moment and uh, the, the selling of Omega and both Okada. Oh my god, what a match this was. What a match this was. My best, my favorite, not only my favorite match of the trilogy, not only my favorite match of the 2017, my favorite match ever. And I don't think so that anything will top it. So yeah, here it marks the end of our top 20 wrestling matches of the year. I will also mark the end of the, and wrap up this podcast, this episode. Make sure you join us next week or whenever then for the next episode where we will talk about our top 20 wrestlers and other categories of our year and awards and probably discuss more wrestling news and if 